You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran. My guest today is Bill Bice, who is the CEO and founder of Boomtime, which is um, a company that helps uh, tackling marketing as a technology problem and uh, offering marketing as a service to um, startup companies and small companies. Um, and the, the platform, uh, I understand, is called Fuse. Um, so, Bill, welcome. This is going to be a fun conversation. Looking forward to chatting with you. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. So, uh, you've done a lot of very interesting things. How did you get started um, with creating the first ERP for law firms? Well, it just came about writing software for, so I, you know, I got started at a, uh, just lucky that I got exposed to computers and, and got to uh uh, find a way to make money writing software for local businesses. And, and one of those was a law firm and, and I didn't know any better. And so it just made sense to me to keep automating like each piece of the firm that, that came up. And the end result of that was, was one platform that, that automated the whole firm and the, which is now, you know, very commonplace, but at the time it was just a bunch of niche solutions. And so you'd, you know, a mid-sized law firm might have to buy eight or nine different software packages to get sort of the, the core things in the firm done. And, and we, we changed that. And that sounds like that would have been a fairly exhaustive task because, I mean, as we know, uh, with ERPs today, like Oracle and SAP and so on, um, they're massive. You know, they automate every aspect of a, of a company's operations. And so, you know, creating 
uh, or, or writing a, an ERP from scratch is no small feat. And that's amazing. So did you, did you have an organization uh, behind you or did you pretty much code it all yourself? How did that happen? Well, so it was, uh, I, I did a lot of the initial coding. We, we had three or four developers across several years to, to really build out. So we started on the billing and accounting side and then got into the practice of law. And, you know, they don't, they don't call it an ERP system in, in uh, law firms, but, but that, is, that is what we were doing, was sure. creating really the first comprehensive way to automate a firm. Great. And then so... Um... So you created uh, ProLaw Software, and then you sold the company to Thomson Reuters, um, and then you later became a VC, as I understand it. Um, so let's talk very briefly about uh, selling the company to Tom Thomson Reuters. Does that did that feel like you were giving your baby away? Well. It you tend to have some pretty huge identity issues as an entrepreneur. And, you know, and I didn't realize how tied up I was in, in the business and what that meant to me until, until I sold the company. And, you know, and it's a great question to, to ask yourself. And it's one of the many things that I talk to an entrepreneur about, because one of the things that, that so few startup founders really get is that the moment you accept professional investment, you're committing to sell the company. So you really got to think through, well, what, is, what does that mean? Is that really why I'm doing this? And for so many entrepreneurs, you sell your company, all you're going to do is turn around and build another one. So it, it makes sense to put some real thought into to why you're doing this and what, and what your goals are. So yeah, it was, a, you know, it was a bit of a soul-searching experience, but it was also an amazing experience to, become, to, to join the management team of, of uh, what was a you know, very large division of Thomson Reuters, go from my little software company to this you know, huge multi-billion dollar division. And so I, you know, I learned a tremendous amount by doing that. And so did you end up working with Thomson Reuters for a little bit um, after you sold the company? Yeah, I stayed on for, for three and a half years after that, started a new division within Thomson, took a new product to market, which is, you know, is a very different experience than doing it in a startup. You have, you know, you have the leverage of this huge organization, but you also have tremendous forces that are, you know, constantly getting in your way. Sure. And, and in the end, I actually decided, you know, I much prefer to, to do as a startup. That's, that's how you get the actual benefit of all that hard work of creating something new and bringing it to market. Sure. So, um, and then fast forward to, to now. Um, so what, what caused you to build Boomtime? Was that right after, um, after you left Thomson Reuters or was there, you know, other adventures in between? Yeah, there was, there was a good number. And, and because of, of the success of, of us being able to sell that first company, I got to turn around and, and be start of, part of starting an angel fund and investing in a, in a series of companies and, and founded uh, you know, several more in that time period. And, and what came out of this is, is you know, it's kind of an obvious correlation in hindsight, but no matter what the product or service is that you're building, how good you are to go to market really determines the level of, of success that you see. And, and so therefore the, you know, marketing is, is such a huge impact on your success. And yet it is this discipline that, 
that I have long found frustrating. Like I've, you know, I've tried every method. Let's go hire a high-end ad agency. Let's build the entire team internally. Let's get a CMO and then outsource everything. And like, there's problems with sort of every model. And, you know, and the, and the, the strange thing about marketing is that it just, it resists all attempts at scale and efficiency. And I really wanted to go after changing that. And so uh, boom time, presumably, is an answer to that to that problem. Um, scaling marketing uh, to a point where, you know, a, an organization can grow with boom time. Would that be a fair thing to say? Yeah, that, exactly. It's, you know, we've, we've all spent money on marketing. When you're a business owner and you're spending your own money on this, you really want it to work. And it's, it's actually the biggest problem with marketing. It's all the things you've done in the past that haven't worked. And so getting a management team, getting a business owner to think about marketing in a new way, because what most companies do for marketing is, is really what I just call random acts of marketing. It's just sort of a series of things that come after another. And, and without a consistent strategy that you execute in, you know, day in and day out, it's really hard to get a return on your marketing. So you, you've got to pick an approach that you really believe in that you're willing to commit to it long-term. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. So, um, so then that brings us to, to specifically, what does Boomtime do that makes it different from other uh, attempts at marketing or other solutions to the marketing problems? Um, so perhaps you can give us a thumbnail sketch in the next three minutes as to Exactly what does Boomtime do and why is it different? Yeah, so we learned so much in, in, in tackling this of, of how do you put scale and efficiency into marketing. And, and because I'm really a programmer at heart, I, I just naturally look at things from the perspective of the data. And these days, data really drives marketing. I mean, we can get information on you know, every engagement that we're creating if we want. In fact, we have, we have too much data. We've got to figure out how to turn it into information. But if you do it right and you're constantly iterating on your marketing so that you're getting better every and every time, then you, you can end up, what we did is ended up specializing in a particular area, which is, which is high value B2B. So something that has a long-term value for every customer you acquire, because then we can take this real content marketing approach to, to it's really thought leadership. It, you know, it's that approach to marketing. And so we just tackled each problem along the way that gets that, that makes it really difficult to do that. So building your central database of, of the whole network of everybody that that uh, that you know in your company, and having steady flow of great content, and then constantly iterating on how to deliver that content and understand what the engagement is and the customer journey that comes out of that. You just you have to go through that whole process in order to really make it work well. And. Um... So again, for a client who engages with Boomtime, um, how how did from the client perspective, how does it feel different from working with another marketing agency? So, because we specialize in this one particular area, we can take a blue uh, a playbook that that works really well, and essentially use it over and over again. And so, we started a really great. Point because we have the data for, for doing this for hundreds of companies, which means we pick up on the trends really fast. And so, you know, one of my favorite questions in sitting down with, with a CEO is to say, well, where, where'd your last couple of new clients come from? And what I hear 99% of the time is exactly what I'm looking for, which is, oh, it was a referral from right. so-and-so. Because word of mouth is the one form of marketing that really works. Exactly. And, 
And because we're all digitally connected now, we have this amazing ability to amplify the effect of this one thing, this brilliant thing that works really well in word of mouth. But to do that, you've got to build your audience and stay in front of it and, and avoid the number one mistake in marketing, which is talking about yourself. If instead you take your expertise and really focus in on your niche and provide the insight and perspective you have because you know that area so well, then suddenly your marketing really becomes consulting and you really become helpful to every potential prospective client you have out there. And it's just a, you know, it's a vastly better way to market. Right. So let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Bill Bice. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And my guest today is Bill Bice, who is the CEO of Boomtime, uh, which is a marketing agency. Um, and Bill, before the break, we were talking about, you know, essentially, I think what you were what you were saying, if I might paraphrase, is that by following the data, by looking at all the data that you'd gathered over many, many exercises with clients, you were able to guide your clients very simply to the most effective um, strategy and the most effective methods to use rather than uh, kind of a scattershot approach, which perhaps many agencies try, which is, well, let's try Facebook advertising and let's try maybe some ads on YouTube. And maybe let's try uh, this other method. Let's do direct mail and whatever else, right? Um, and, but instead you, you get driven by the data. So 
one of the things that we talked about was how effective um, referrals are and how effective word of mouth um, is in terms of uh, bringing in new customers and new clients. So if a client says to you, the CEO of a client says to you, well, you know, we've been really successful whenever we have one of our existing clients refer one of their friends or associates to us and we work with them and we make them successful and that works really well, but we haven't had, you know, very much success with, you know, advertising on social media or direct mail or any of the other strategies. So that would seem to be a pretty difficult channel, you know, referrals and personal uh, testimonials would seem to be a pretty difficult channel for you to impact in a significant way, or do I have that wrong? Well, but it's the most effective thing to impact. So less than 10% of our clients spend any money on paid advertising, because for most of them, the growth they're looking for is within the network that they can build directly. I think it's one of the most valuable assets that every business has, which is the audience that you own and you can talk to without paying a third-party media company. Sure. So when we look at every client, past client you have, the network of, of everybody on the management team, and then our ability to go out on LinkedIn, which to me is just the, it's the ideal networking event. I get to meet only the people I want to, don't have to eat horrible food while I'm doing it. I mean, if you're in a niche area, it's very realistic for you over the next year, 18 months to build into your network on LinkedIn, every good prospect you have in your market. So you're now talking without, without paying a third-party media company anything, you're talking to, to every great prospect in your market. And that kind of targeted approach is just much more effective than, than spending you know, ads on social media. The, the reason that sort of direct communication uh, works better is because what you're really doing is showing off your expertise. When, when For sure. Talk about all the time is whatever you consider the most valuable insight you have, the, the advice that you want to charge the most money for, that right there is your best marketing and you need to give it away for free. Because if there's real value in what you're doing, your prospective clients still aren't going to want to do it them, themselves. They're still going to come to you to actually execute on it. Absolutely. Now that makes perfect sense. The, you know, that I think that becomes extremely clear and I think you've, you've articulated it so well. So the challenge uh, I'm wondering, or at least what I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking on behalf of our listeners. So where does boom time come in? So if I have my, um, all of my ideal prospects as LinkedIn connections, and if I start to put out uh, maybe a video every now and again on LinkedIn, or maybe I publish an article and link it to LinkedIn, and you know people start to recognize that you know I and my my firm are experts in this specific niche area. Um, great. Now I've I've been able to do that without paying money to any of the advertising networks or platforms. But how does that how does that bring boom time into the picture? How do you leverage or enable that process? Yeah, and, and that's exactly what I recommend you do. And we take our own advice. So if you come to our website, go to my LinkedIn page, you'll you'll see us doing exactly what we're talking about. And 
And what we give away for free is the playbook I was talking about. Here are the things you need to do. Here's what we've learned. Here's what the data shows us. And if you want to go implement it and execute on it internally, I'm all for that because my whole passion is about helping small businesses be competitive with the much larger companies in their market. So I want as many people to do this as possible. The challenge, however, is that you've got to do it. So the, the second biggest mistake in marketing is the lack of consistency. This works, but only if you execute on it day in and day out. And that's where most companies struggle. And, and so you'll often see it with a company where they put focus on marketing for a while and it works. So then they get busy and then they lose that focus. And so they never really get the momentum behind the business that, that is what they deserve. So you, you just have to keep up with it. And, and that's what we do. We, we have a, a very cost-effective and efficient way because we're taking this process and spreading it across many clients where we, you know, I can sit down with the CEO of a company and in 30 minutes, come up with enough great ideas. It's not that you don't know what to talk about. You absolutely know what's going on with your clients. That's the easy part. The hard part is actually creating the content. So we take those ideas, go find a writer who already comes out of that market, already knows your audience. So you don't have to teach them what you do and have them fill out the depth behind that idea. Got it. Then we use a second level because really the hard part is getting the voice right. And it's really tough to get a subject matter expert who not only knows the area, but can also capture the voice. So then we use an editor to get the voice right. And what you're really doing is creating a content machine that just gives you this steady flow of great content. And then if you're following the data, just how you put that information out, you know, we can get four to six times more organic engagement on LinkedIn simply by putting the information out in the right way, doing the posts in a way that takes advantage of the LinkedIn algorithm. And it's difficult to, to really figure that stuff out unless you're doing just a, a, you know, an absolute ton of it. So we get a lot of ups, upside by, by leveraging all of that data. But what it really comes down to is that consistent execution. Consistency. Yep, absolutely. No, I get that. Now that becomes very, very clear now because consistency beats intensity every time um you know and one of the biggest problems and this this you know this better than anyone else and that is whether it's small business or big business consistency is the big challenge uh you know let's focus on getting some videos onto uh you're responsible why don't you go start making videos great bob's all enthusiastic he runs off and creates a couple of videos uh puts it up and then another project comes along that takes Bob's attention away, Bob goes on vacation, comes back, whatever, pretty soon that initiative has kind of died off. You've got maybe three, five videos out there and then and it's languishing. Nobody's really doing any more videos um, and things, I think you offer a, an absolutely invaluable service where you're not you're not sort of party to any of the ebbs and flows of uh, activity and focus within within the organization. You have your charter, you run with it, and you just keep consistently putting content out. Um, and that that pays off handsomely over time, I would imagine. Yeah, you, you've captured it perfectly. And what makes it so challenging is, is someone will, they'll try it for a month. And, you know, and it's pretty rare that, the, the, you know, Bob getting to month two or month three 
And yet what we see in the data is that it really starts to pay off at about month six. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it really pays off month 12, 13, 14, and so on. Cause it, it just, it requires that effort to get there. So don't even start unless you're really going to put the commitment in to get to month six. So you can prove to yourself that it's worth going to month 12, 24 and 36. Absolutely. And you know, you know, the same thing applies to podcasting too. Um, you, you know, the first little while you feel like you're shouting into the void. Um, is anybody listening at all? And it, you know, most podcasts rarely go beyond six months. Um, you know, and over time, gradually, you know, people start to listen when there's consistency. They, they know that, you know, every Monday there's going to be another episode of the podcast. And if you're producing anything of value at all, it starts to, it starts to gather a little bit of moss as you go along. So, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Bill Bryce. Bill Bice, forgive me. Bill, stick around. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Bill Bice, who is the founder and CEO of Boomtime. So, Bill, before the um, break, we were talking about exactly how you help um, small businesses, startup companies get consistent exposure through um, marketing through LinkedIn without necessarily paying a, an arm and a leg. And I think that's hugely valuable. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are, are thinking about this saying, really great, I'd love to, I'd love to get on this. Um, you mentioned uh, a playbook. Tell us a little bit more of the play, about the playbook, if you wouldn't mind. So, you know, the thing that really worked for us was when we started treating ourselves as a client and we really changed our internal systems so that, that our team got credit just like we were a client because otherwise it was the, you know, cobbler shoes, kids shoes problem. Yeah, sure. And, and so we, and so we've packaged up all the things that we have learned in following the data and doing B2B marketing for, for hundreds of companies now. 
And we've written the, the B2B playbook where we just lay out exactly what you need to do. Here's what we've learned about what content works, how you develop it, what the process is around that. How do you make those posts on LinkedIn so they're most effective? How do you tie that into your email marketing and to your website? I mean, one of the great things about B2B is if you're really good at those three channels, website, email, and LinkedIn, you can have amazingly effective uh, marketing. What you've really got to do is, is tie them together in a way that you understand how the customer journey is working across those channels. And, and if you do that while doing the, the three basics, which are get really good at capturing your leads and referrals, always follow up with every single one of them, building a, a level of marketing automation so that you're talking to every new contact that you make. And then third, stay in front of that now bigger audience that you're building, stay top of mind with them forever after. If you do those three things, your marketing will suddenly be, be vastly better. And so we've, we just lay out exactly how to do that. Wonderful. And so uh, if any of our listeners would like to engage with you, um, what's the best way to do that? And first, where would they, where would they be able to get this playbook and how might they engage with you? Yeah, so if you, if you come to boomtime.com, you'll, you'll see what we are uh, talking about. We will pop up and ask you for your email address, which is the, it's, it's the number one thing you want your website to be doing, is give people something really valuable in exchange for their email address so that you, you can build your audience and you can keep talking to them because you're not going to sell them the first time they come to your website. You've got to stay in front of them for you know, whatever your typical uh, sales cycle is. And, and so you'll see the, the whole process that we have uh, found to be most effective playing out uh, on our own site. You can, you can reach out to me at CEO at boomtime.com and, and of course, find me on LinkedIn. Beautiful. So CEO at boomtime.com is uh, the best way to reach you by email and boomtime.com. Uh, they can put in their email address, opt in and get, um, get a copy of the playbook. You got it. Wonderful. And so before we let you go, uh, we've got another three minutes in this segment. What are you most excited about uh, with all of the things that are happening right now? Uh, this, this would appear to be a really, really exciting time to look forward. Um, what's, what's the most exciting thing that you have coming up that you're looking forward to? Well, you know, I think this is a great time to be an entrepreneur because some of the best businesses are are born out of challenging time periods, come out of come out of recession, and and one of the biggest issues you have is it's such a natural reaction for companies to pull back on marketing when you're going into challenging economic times, but if you go back and do the research and look at how other companies have fared through prior recessions. It's those that invest into the recession that really succeed in the recovery on the other side. But, you know, this is something that Jim Collins has long talked about, which is what, what makes companies great is not how good they are at, at dealing with the good times. It's, it's how good you are at dealing with the challenging times. So this, this is really the ideal time to, to really shine and build a, a great company. And, and so I'm excited about that because it applies to all the things that I'm working on. I think that's absolutely right. Um, you know, you're you're absolutely 100% right. Uh, so many great companies have started up during really bad recessions, and coming out of this this situation 
is a great opportunity. There's going to be huge pent up demand that people can capitalize on. So yeah, no, you're 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 right on the money, and I appreciate everything you're you're saying. Bill, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your thoughts with us. We appreciate it. I uh, look forward to having you back on the show at some point in the future. It's been, been a lot of fun. I look forward to it. Thanks. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.